Well, hello everyone. My name is Jonathan Chan. I'm so glad that you can join me today for lunch for another IMCO, i.e. in my Christian opinion. So glad that you can join me today as we embark on another topic that topped the news this past week. And what was it? Well, it was our beloved, well, no longer beloved, Mark Donnelly, who some of you may not know him, but uh, may have seen him during some of the Canucks games. Oh, <laughs> boy, have we missed those lately. Uh, a live Canucks game. I mean, if any one of you have ever been to a live in-person Canucks game, you know that Mark Donnelly kicks it off with his singing of the national anthem or lack thereof, because uh, I don't know about you, but He's not singing when you're pointing the mic to the audience as opposed to singing in the mic. He literally just says, Oh, Canada, and then just sticks the mic uh, to the audience. Well, anyways, that's besides the point. What happened? Well, he decided to make an appearance and also to sing the national anthem and a few tunes at a anti-mask rally this past weekend, and he did show up. And so... Uh, when the news media, the news uh, uh, took wind of it, uh, they tweeted, especially, I think it was uh, CTV News, CTV News tweeted it, and then uh, along that tweet was a reply from the owners of the Vancouver Canucks saying, Vancouver Sun, oh right, it was the Vancouver Sun, Vancouver Sun, please change your title to former singer of the Vancouver Canucks. And that implication was basically the dude was fired. And uh, it brought a lot of backlash. Uh, right after the, um, the news article, a uh, few days in, we get responses, of course, from various communities and various people who didn't like uh, the firing of Mark Donnelly, thinking that it was unfair. Most notable was, of course, the beloved and famously now known Chilliwack. Chilliwack, uh, there was a few uh, school board trustees who tweeted again saying, how dare they politicize the singing of the national anthem. And uh, now, whether you agree or not, or whether uh, it doesn't matter uh, whether the singing was, um, the firing was politicized, I don't think so. It was basically a business decision of PR. It was not politicized whatsoever. And, um, and therefore, it was just doing business. You can't, uh, like, if you run contrary to the company's uh, toll line, you cannot think that you could survive. And so, however, I'm supposed to provide a Christian opinion today. And uh, during that whole time, I was uh, basically reflecting on how a Christian should approach this. Uh, mulling it over, I figured um, there was one phrase that popped into my mind immediately uh, when I heard of this story of the firing. And it was a phrase used by one of my good friends when I was having lunch with him. And uh, now, just some context about our conversation during lunch. We were talking about contentious issues, uh, you know, LGBTQ, uh, same-sex marriages, um, soji, uh, you know, topics that create little tiny 
tiny divisions among our Christian community. And uh, he brought up a phrase that was really interesting because it was quite foreign to me back that, during that time. I, didn't, I never heard of it before, maybe because uh, I just never used it. He said, well, is that the mountain that you're willing to die on? I.e., the mountain being the contentious issue, your position on that contentious issue. So if you were anti-soji, uh, he would say, are you willing to take that position and die on, the, on that mountain, on that position? And that brought, me, brought a very good point. And uh, so when this came up, I thought that phrase encapsulates what I really want to talk about today. And uh, so here are my takeaways for today. Let me take away this picture right here, if I can, and put this one up instead. My three takeaways. So the question is, you know, some folks said that, you know, Mark Donnelly was a martyr. You know, he, he, uh, you know, he stood up for what he believes, so he should be honored for it. Hmm. Really? Um, the question that, that, uh, that comes to mind for me when I was reflecting on this is this one. Number one, are you sure your mountain is part of God's ongoing redemptive work in the world? Uh, you know, many times we hear about people willing to die for what they believe in. But I wonder if what they believe in especially Christians, because this is a Christian opinion here. How about us Christians? Are we willing to, like, are we willing to be confidently say that what we believe in is actually part of God's ongoing redemptive work in the world? Par exemple, uh, back in the past, back in the day when I was uh, serving at a church, I basically offered one too many creation stories, i.e. evolution. And uh, one gentleman came up to me, uh, actually, not just a gentleman, he was the leader of a Gestapo, and uh, just came up to me and go, how dare you create the seven-day creation is so crucial to our salvation, to the gospel. And uh, I said to myself, really? I don't think the gospel included anything about how the world was created. I think it had a lot to do with Jesus, not how the world was created. But I didn't argue. Of course I wouldn't. It's not something I would die on. It's not a mountain that I would stick my position and die for. And also, I didn't believe that that was really a conviction that was crucial for God's ongoing redemptive work in the world. Really. I think the world has many more problems than to concern itself for how it got created. And so, for us Christians, I wonder, whatever mountain we stand on or whatever convictions we have, is it really helpful? Is it really helpful for, uh, to, be, uh, to God's ongoing redemptive work in the world, i.e. feeding the poor, fight for justice, uh, showing grace and mercy and compassion to people? Does it really entail that? Or is it just mainly for us to toot our little theological horn that we think that is right? when we really are not too sure about that. And so that's my second point. Is your mountain even helpful? The position that we take, those positions that we take, are they even helpful? Um, I, I speak to some of the um, anti-soji persons. Uh, mind you, I'm not one. 
uh, I think Soji is the best thing that has happened for the school system because um, one day when uh, one of my friends back in elementary, he came and wore a pink shirt and he was bullied for it. And that was harsh until I stepped in and gave, um, gave my glasses to a friend of mine and beat the crap out of them, beat the crap out of the bully. But th th that's diplomacy back in grade school. Uh, where was I? But Soji is something that is, uh, a, is something to protect our kids, to protect our kids' choices and to protect our children's development. Uh, everyone's on a journey. Everyone has their own uh, decisions that they need to make and everyone has their own flavors. Um, every personality is different. And I firmly believe that Soji protects people and protects our kids. Now, you may disagree, but let's talk about that. Is that mountain that you and I are convicted of and taking a position of, is it even helpful? Is it helpful for God's ongoing redemptive work in the world? Should I fight for like, and be vehemently negative and trying to push down your views and, you know, squish them and say that you are a sinner for not being like me? No, because that's not part of God's ongoing redemptive work in the world. Okay, next point. The last one is this one. What's the most important mountain that you are willing to die for then? Because, folks, uh, I'm from the uh, denomination that has the mission in the middle of it. Uh, I'll let you guess what it is. And so missions is quite important for us. And um, we get missionaries uh, coming from various parts of the world to come and share about what they see. And sometimes some of the stories are just so eye-opening that there are folks out there, Christians, new Christians, persecuted by death or removing their bank accounts or frozen the assets or having their home removed or have their family split apart for what they really stood for, which mountain they stood for. And that mountain is to make, I'm my apologies, I will, my apologies, I should have turned that off before this live video. But they were willing to die for one mountain and one mountain only. And that is to affirm that Jesus is their Lord and Savior. Their Lord, not that guy who is in, uh, is in power, in political power. And therefore, they're being persecuted for it, thrown into jail for it, have their families ripped, have their children ripped away from them, and have their assets frozen, their homes taken away. Folks, that is the mountain that they're willing to die for. And I think for us Christians, we need to reevaluate which mountains we stand and just focus on the most important mountain that we say that we are willing to die for. And that is Jesus. And that's it. And so that's it from me. My apologies for my phone ringing. Uh, I forgot to turn it off. But this is the last inco before our Christmas break. So till January 2021, have a wonderful Christmas holiday. If you would like to support Company of Disciples work, such as IMCOs, uh, the Meals for Kids program that we're delivering lunch kits to and from to special education schools, mind you, we are going to expand for next year. 
Uh, instead of one school, because that was a pilot project, we'll be now increasing it to three to four more schools, which is exciting, but we need your help. If you can volunteer, please contact us at uh, contact uh, through our website at companionddisciples.com. However, if you want to, if you can't volunteer and you want to help in some other way, donate because we would like to purchase a delivery van, a van that we could load up more lunch kits in so that we could serve more schools. And uh, so if you want to help through donation, click on companyofdisciples.com forward slash donate. Again, you could just go to our website at companyofdisciples.com and click donate. And there you can make an online donation through your credit card, which is great because you get double the bonus points and you will get a tax receipt right after you make that donation. And so I hope that uh, you can support us either through volunteering or donating or even both. Uh, and that'll be a wonderful uh, blessing for this work that we're doing for the community. But again, till next time, January of 2021, have a wonderful Christmas break, a safe one, a healthy one, and many blessings to all of you. Bye for now.